0: Hey y'all, it's Nisi, it's Michaela, and you're listening to or watching the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where we give y'all the tea on Christ and keep it real and simple. So in this week's episode, we're going to title this Psalm 119.76 and pretty much we're going to be breaking down um, into deeper detail and context what this verse means. Um, So, if you've never read this before, Psalm 119, 176, this is the KJV version, it says, I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. And we just found that it was just so much to break down in this one verse alone. So, another thing before we really get into the breakdown, we wanted to put his words into deeper context um, because he stated and he stated previously in Psalm 119, verse 169, Let my cry come near before thee, O Lord. Give me understanding according to thy word. So before we get to verse 176 in Psalm 119, 169, he says, how he was previously like asking for understanding and how he was crying out to God most likely feeling confused and he was just obviously hurt so we're also going to be using that need for understanding part um in conjunction with how he was expressing that he had went astray and asking God to seek him and how he didn't forget his command so yeah now Kayla's going to get into the section of the verse where David expresses how he had went astray like a lost sheep
1: so and a a lot of the times when in the Bible is talking about going astray or just like feeling far away it usually always mentions something about a shepherd and a sheep you see it in Psalms 23 where it says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not be in want or the parable of the lost sheep and all that stuff like that because quite frankly the Lord is our shepherd and many of us can relate to David because in every in everybody's walk, there's been, whether it's the beginning of your walk or the middle, like the walk definitely never ends because it continues when you reach heaven. But in the beginning of your walk, like it felt like he was on fire because like when you first come to God, it felt like you're on fire. Like you eager to listen to all the music that you can listen to that's gospel. Like you in the word, like all day, every day, like you just on fire. And then when you really get into it, it's like you get to that point where it's just like it's kinda it kinda slows down a little bit. And then you feel like you're going astray and all that stuff like that. And we definitely see right now that David felt like he was going astray at that moment. So we all can relate to David when it comes to feeling like we're going far. And although we feel like we're far, he'll never God never leaves us or forsake us. So most of the time it's just us going off of feelings because God will never leave us. So I would just say a personal experience for me when it comes to going astray. There's been a lot of others because, of course, there's always different seasons. So different things always come to the surface. But I would say right now, the season that I'm in, I really feel like I'm kind of going astray from him because it's not a lot happening, but it's a lot of things that I have to shed. So a lot of things to me now are new um although I'm going about things in a healthy way a lot of things are new for me so sometimes I feel like I'm leaning in my own understanding and not God so I would say this season right now for me is a season I feel like I'm going astray but I know I'm not going astray because I'm doing what God is telling me to do but I still feel like I'm going astray because it's like it's not going this way but yeah do you have any personal experiences
0: um I just kind of felt like this like two or three days ago where I didn't really feel that connection but because I know that God's always there like that was always in my mind like I know that he's here but I just don't feel that he's here you know so uh it's kind of like a door off his hinges type thing like you know that the hinges are there to hold you there in place to hold you together to make that connection possible you to be able to function and work in the way that you were intended to but it's like you just don't feel that connection it's like i don't know you like sometimes you just don't feel when you're being used like (laughs) you don't feel that connection to god the one that does hold you together so you do kind of get off track you do start feeling confused and stuff like that so yeah, that's kind of the place where I was in about two or three days ago and I mean I snapped out of it quick and it took me a minute to realise like dang I was really feeling like that two, three days ago. And but sometimes you just snap out of it and it really do be your own feelings. Like when you can snap in and out of it that fast, it'd be your own feelings most of the time.
1: <laughs> then you know where it's coming from. Right? <laughs> um Yeah. So we also have like some verses that we actually gonna read to like give a little bit more background and, stuff like that. So the first one is Jeremiah 50 verse 6. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray and caused them to roam on the mountains. They wandered over mountain and hill and forgot their own resting place. When he refers to, when he referred to their shepherd, God is making it clear that he is not the one who leads us astray, but the things that we allow, whether that's other things, people, and even ourselves to take us off of that path of like we said in another episode, that path of purity, that path of righteousness, that going through that that narrow door that few find, majority of the time it's not it's not because of God that we're getting off of the path that we're on. Nine times out of ten, it's a distraction, like it's a doorway we didn't opened up. Maybe we saw somebody else do something and we thought it was cool or something like that. Like he's our shepherd. So a shepherd's a shepherd's duty is always to lead the sheep. In the, in the way of the righteous it's always to lead the sheep in the right way so when the sheep get to wandering then that's when the shepherd step in and is like okay I need to get y'all back together because mm-hmm. y'all going out um, y'all going astray so just that verse really lets us know in details to us that the shepherd is always going to be there and he's always going to be putting us in the right order but as a sheep when you wander off you gotta kind of like you gotta go back to the herd like you can't just be um, still far off. So another, the actual parable of the sheep is Matthew 18, Matthew 18, 12 to 14. And it says, what do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders off, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. So what that's basically reminding us is God already has his kingdom, literally. Whether people don't know they're part of the kingdom or they haven't stepped into their calling or just anything like that, God has his kingdom in heaven and on earth, literally. So if he got his kingdom in order and he see one of his sheep, um, fall off or just not be on that path or slip even if it's the smallest slip up he's going to come rescue that one sheep versus the 99 like the 99 they already in a place that they need to be in but that one sheep wandering off he going to go find that one sheep and he going to bring them back so that his kingdom is together as a whole so just knowing that he's our shepherd and we're his sheep and that he'll always come and find us and I didn't just come and find us because we have a we have a way of wandering off but knowing where we're supposed to be so Mm -hmm. we always wander back right so just knowing that and that's just always a good thing so um we had a verse that we're going to break into two and it's called seek your servant so niece is going to kind of break down the seek part
0: Yeah. So in the verse, I'm just going to say it again to refresh the memory. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant for I do not forget thy commandments. And again, that is Psalm 119 verse 76. So where David has said, had told God like seek thy servant because he was lost. Um, David had asked God to seek him because he knew that he was lost. He humbly expresses to God how he needs him, how he needed God to come to him and find him. And, um, going off of Matthew 18, God will certainly seek us. He told us that like, if one of y'all is to go away, I'm going to come after you. I'm going to pursue you. I'm going to find you to get you back to where you need to be, to get you back into safety and guidance. So... That's definitely an important thing to go ahead and point out is how David, he knew that God would come after him. So that's why he told him, like, come and get me. Like, I'm lost. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I'm in, so. Yeah, right. So in Matthew 18, um, verse 11 says, for the son of man is come to save that which is lost. And going on to the verses Kayla just said, 12 through 14, like, if a man had a hunt sheep and one of them goes astray. He'll leave the 99 to go and get the one Um, and how he rejoices when he finds that one sheep and brings it back. Yeah. (laughs) So in those verses, Jesus is just telling us that when we do feel far, if we do go astray, then he's there to recoup us. We can depend on the Lord. So we cannot save ourselves. Most of the time we cannot get ourselves out of these sticky situations, especially on our own strength, with our own knowledge. Uh, trying to lead ourselves with our own understanding this is why we don't lean on our own understanding that's why we need the guidance of the Lord and his knowledge and his understanding to get us out of the place where we find ourselves in a rut so um, along with how David told God like seek me out because I'm lost like We should expect God to come when we need him to, to keep us, to comfort us, and to get us back on track. He should be the one that we're depending on and expecting to do what only he can do for us. But along with this, I also wanted to think of this through like another perspective per se. Like sometimes... We don't know where to find God. And we don't know that the place that, we're, that we are right now is not where God is at. So maybe David was in a place where God wasn't. And maybe he was so stuck in the rut that David knew his only way out was for God to come to him and get him. Um, and for God to seek someone out, that means that they have to be in a place where he is not. Mm-hmm. So... He had to come and get him and bring him back to where he was supposed to be. So now Kayla's going to talk about the second portion of this small quote, Seek Your Servant. Um, and She's going to break down the Your Servant
1: part of it. So in his verse, when he said Your Servant, he called himself by what he was. He knew whose he was. He knew where he belonged. Like he knew who he was under your servant. He didn't say, I'm my own servant or I'm my cousin servant or I'm my auntie servant or none of that. He said, I'm your servant. He was talking directly to God. He was able to recognize and acknowledge whose he was. And once you're able to recognize who you are as a person and where you stand and who's over you and stuff like that, it's much better for you to know what you need to follow. And that's not to say when you know who you, whose you are, you won't slip sometimes because we know whose we are we belong to God, but there's a lot of times where we feel led astray. As we see, David got led astray. But when he was able to come back and recognize whose he was, he was able to get right back on that path and really recognize and take accountability and just really get himself together because he was not together at that moment, so he had to get himself together. So when you know who you are, it it leads you a long way. And although he had fallen away, he didn't forget who he chose to follow in the beginning, the verse, it's a verse that says, chooses they who you will serve. He chose who he will serve. So because he knows who he serves, he knows the type of person that he needs to be walking into and picking himself up when he gets led astray and allowing God to fully consume him and, sur- and surrender himself to him, surrender himself to God so he can get back on that path of righteousness and purity and stuff like that. So. This kind of ties into what he says next. When you continue reading it, it says, For I have not forgotten your commands. So he knew whose he was, and then he knew what he had to follow. And I don't want to say had as far as like, follow it, follow it, follow it. But had in With a the sense of, made, you, you know, know, yeah, like had as in a sense of when you know what you're supposed to be doing. Walk into it. Mm -hmm. When you fall, don't sit in it. Get up and walk into what? The commands that you're supposed to be walking into. David didn't forget what God told him. Though he was going through something, he never forgot what God told him. So though he was going through a really hard time and he just maybe couldn't see the end of the tunnel, maybe it's a person right now, they can't see the end of the tunnel. They don't know where they're going or anything like that. And that's perfectly fine to not know where you're going. But just know when you're following those commands and following the steps and intentions and stuff that you need to follow everything will make sense and David although he did not see the end of the tunnel at that moment he knew that him following the commands that he had not forgotten that God had written on his heart he already knew that God was gonna come find him like he was he was gonna get back to that place that you know he needed to get back to so he just he was basically saying for I have not forgotten your commands. So he probably felt like he had too much going on, like he had too much dip on his chip. Like he was the song. <laughs> like, you know he really felt like he just he was like, Well what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. But he remembered them commands. And when you remember what you stand for and your motives and um your boundaries and all that stuff like that, remember those commands. Please do. He did not He didn't know where it was going in that season of life, but he knew what God had told him. So, Mm -hmm. when he was able to fall back on what God told him, he was able to keep moving forward. But, y'all, not to, like, you know, (laughs) keep going. So, we're going to kind of dig into, like, activities or just, like, some different things that really help aid in the process of just, like, really being a servant of Christ and really walking in those commands and stuff. So Nisa's going to start us off with the activity portion.
0: So um, I have written down five things that could just help us to stay on track, remember who we are. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Number one would be to stay in the word of God. Make sure that y'all are reading it, that y'all are not just reading it, but also digesting it so that that way you won't forget it. That way it's really like, Hmm, It's marinated because he tells us in Hebrews, the word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. It cuts through bone and marrow straight to the spirit. You know, it's that powerful. So make sure that you read the word. Make sure that you stay in it. Memorize the scriptures. Meditate on the word. That's very, very important. Okay, y'all. So with point number two, you definitely want to make sure that you press into prayer, even when you don't feel like it, even when you feel disconnected from God. You want to make sure that you press into prayer, that you keep that constant communication because he's going to be the one to tell you, like, how to get out of this. He's going to be the one to give you encouragement and the push that you need. So number three would be to constantly remind yourself of who you are through Christ and who you belong to. Don't forget whose you are. Don't forget who you are. Like we said earlier, that's going to be very important. Number four would be to depend on God when you have some turbulence in your life, when things get shaky. Like we saw David doing, he ran to God when he was stuck in a rut. Uh, he didn't depend on self. He didn't depend on others. He knew who he needed to go to. So definitely always stay dependent on God when you're not understanding or not knowing like where to go. Just depend on the Lord always. And number five would be to acknowledge your current state and be transparent with the Lord. Overall, David, he was very transparent with God. He told him he had gone astray and expressed his need for him. He knew he needed guidance and understanding and he wasn't too prideful to come to God to ask for it. Um, And he humbly told God what was going on and he asked for him to be there. He asked for him to seek him out. So yes, those are the five things we would recommend doing uh, if you're in a rut or if you just feel not that close to God, if you feel a little far or if you have fallen away. Um, and you're trying to get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> so now Kayla's gonna lead us into our prayer. Um,
1: yes. I'm gonna lead us into the prayer. Okay, bow your head and close your eyes so we can pray. Thank you. And put your hands together <laughs> <laughs> and collide your hands. Um, Father, we come to you humbly and thank you for the many times you've come to rescue us. For the times we didn't know or understand what was happening in our lives or which way to go and you gave us guidance and understanding. We ask that you continue to pursue us and guide us if we get lost. Seek us and be the light unto our feet and the lamp unto our path. Remind us of how dependable, reliable, trustworthy and caring you are. How understanding and loving you are. We thank you for your unfailing love and your faith- faithfulness which endures forever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we'd be always trying to like write them down so we can get to all the points yeah but we really pray what we exactly and if it looks like something.
0: we're reading that's because we are <laughs> we have notes
1: <laughs> disclaimer
0: <laughs> so yeah we like to plan things um but yeah i guess that wraps up this episode it was kind of a shorter one yeah we wanted to keep this one real simple like we say um another announcement that we have to make is that we are now on google podcast and amazon music um we put a link tree on our instagram so if y'all want to go and check that out go to our instagram at sltpod1 that is spelled s-l-t-p-o-d-1 on instagram so our link tree is there y'all can go and see the options that try to listen to us um besides youtube or spotify so yeah
1: and uh that pretty much ends <laughs> <Angela. laughs> Um, but yes y'all go we definitely have to create a link tree that way all of our links can stay together yeah and we don't have to keep posting them individually you can just find them easily in the bio but that brings us to the end of our episode always remember count your blessings and be a blessing to others we love y'all and god
0: bless yep love y'all I see y'all soon <laughs>